welcome to podcast number 169 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. This series we are in about dreams and dreaming and visions have been so well received, I get so excited about the next podcast coming up. And today's is just like that. The title of today's podcast is Avoid Roadblocks to Our Dreams. There's a lot of things that can keep us from achieving and receiving the dream that God has placed in our heart and our mind. But I'm going to show you today how God's Word shows there's comfort, there's help, there's direction, there's protection. And I believe through this today, many people will renew their strength. Many people will renew their dreams and their commitment to God as far as trusting Him for that dream to come to pass. So let's pray and ask God's guidance and direction as we go through today's podcast. Father, I love you so much, and I'm so thankful for this opportunity. Thankful, Lord, that you've led us into a teaching on dreams, because a lot of people have given up on their dreams. They've given up on their hopes and their desires. But I pray today, Lord, that that will be reignited, Father, that you will light a fire, Lord, a Holy Spirit fire in them to go back and take on that dream again and pick it up. If it's an old one on the shelf, go pick it up and dust it off and bring it back to life. I pray now that your anointing would come today and fill this podcast. Holy Spirit, I need you. I need your guides, your direction, your leading. I submit totally to you and I yield to your power and your presence and your influence. So I pray that you would influence this podcast today, that you would bless it. And those that are listening in, I pray that their ears would be open to hear what you have to speak to them. Holy Spirit, take control. I submit and I pull back and ask for your guidance and leadings. And I believe with that, you're going to bless this in a way that I could never do it. You're going to anoint this in a way that I would never be able to come forth without your help. Pray now, blessings on everything that takes place today, and that you'll receive all the glory, all the credit for it now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, if it sounds like I'm a little excited, I am. Because during my preparation time, and my study time, and my reading time in the Word of God, I've come across so many scriptures that help us to understand how to avoid roadblocks to our dreams. And I believe today there be such a great breakthrough if we'll just listen to the Word of God and yield to the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. There's a quote that I've written the Lord gave me when I first started to do this series on dreams. Listen to this. I believe it was inspired by the Holy Spirit. Our future will be determined by the dreams birthed by God in our life. You see, dreams are not just the past. Dreams are today and the future. We want to talk about the dreams of the past coming into your life today to move through you and around you and engulf you with the sense of a possibility of these dreams coming to pass. They're going to become reality. As we go through this series, I believe I'm going to hear testimonies of people who've had an amazing revelation of how to pick up that old dream and dream again, or how they've been influenced by the Holy Spirit to yield to His power and His presence to see that dream become reality in their life. So with that, we're going to move on now and just take on this wonderful opportunity and teach on avoid roadblocks to our dreams. Have you ever woke up in the morning, got started on things, and all of a sudden you felt like there were just roadblocks popping up in front of you? You wanted to get this done, but then something caused you not to be able to get into it, or you had a plan to go out and get something accomplished outside the house, and all of a sudden something came up, a call came up, a letter came in the mail that caused you something you need to act on immediately, and you just keep getting these things that stop you in your progressive movement. You want to move ahead, and it seems like every time you 
take a step forward, you take two steps backwards. Well, I think that happens to all of us. And I think it's important to understand that that can happen to our dreams. We can have a dream. God inspires us to dream. All of a sudden, the reality hits you that, yes, it's of God. It's something I want to see in my life. Maybe you want to go back to school and get a degree, get an education or something. And so you start making plans for it. Then all of a sudden, everything in the world seems to jump up in front of you. They're called roadblocks. These are things that are trying to rob you of your dream. It happens to every single one of us. And I have to admit that I've experienced roadblocks in my life, but I've also discovered something I think that's really important, and that is the source of the roadblocks. Now you say to yourself, well, what are the sources of the roadblocks? Don't they just kind of pop up? Well, I don't believe they just kind of pop up. I believe sometimes the devil himself sends something to put a roadblock in front of us. I think it's easy to determine that the devil tries to block the dreams of Christians and non-believers. His goal is to steal, to kill, and destroy. He wants to steal our dream. He wants to kill our dream. He wants to destroy our dreams. But God is our source to birth those dreams and make those dreams happen. And he wants those dreams to come alive in us. So we've got to sit down sometimes and just identify the source of where something's coming from. Have you ever gotten sick, maybe got the flu or got a cold or something and wondered where it came from? Well, I'm one of those guys that kinds of like to think about that. A couple weeks ago, I came down with a terrible head cold and I was coughing and sneezing and hacking. And I thought, I wonder where this came from. And I kind of went back and I thought, you know, we got together with a group of people and there was people there who were coughing and sneezing. And there was a larger group than I really particularly wanted to be around. And I talked to a lot of people. I hugged a lot of people. They hugged me and we were very close to people. And about two to three days later, I started feeling sick. Well, the source was that. And that is something that, that happens in our life. The same thing can happen when you have a dream and all of a sudden something blocks it. The source may be the devil himself attacking us. The source may be our lack of focus, our lack of prayer, our lack of trying to seek out God for guidance and direction in that dream. The source of our dream being roadblocked could just simply be just life. We get sick. We have problems. We have financial issues. We have people who have needs and we have to drop what we're doing and go help them. So not all the sources are bad, but there are things that cause us our dreams to stop and to be blocked. So I'm going to go through a list of things that I think it's important that we understand that these are what I call the roadblocks that we need to overcome and we can overcome them through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now these are very common things. They're things that are very natural to life. Let me just read the list of some of them. We may not get through all of them today, but over the series of this podcast on dreams and seeing our dreams come to reality, we're going to be discussing all these things. We're going to talk today a little bit about doubt. Doubt is a is a blockade. Fear is a blockade. Worry or anxiety can be a blockade. Our thought life, just sitting around and wondering about why hasn't this happened or how come that hasn't happened? And we start thinking about things and we don't take any action. Maybe it's our lack of patience, our roadblocks, and we just jump into doing things and we should have held back and waited on the Lord and waited for guidance and direction. Maybe it it might be that the roadblock is you're wondering if God really cares about your dream. Well, I can tell you he does care about your dream because I'm a big believer that if something is important to you, I believe it's important to God to help you with that that situation. Maybe one of the blockades might be to forgive others of of offenses. Maybe you're you're still in bondage with unforgiveness in your life. So we're going to take these on. We're going to take them on through the Word of God because that's the best way to answer these. Oh, I could give you my life experiences. I could tell you about a number of things that I've done have happened in my life. And that's fine and that's good. But there's nothing better than looking at the Word of God for instructions on how to handle the roadblocks. So I want you to go with me as we go through these steps. 
I'm going to turn now to James chapter 1 and verse 6 in the New Living Translation, and we're going to discuss the roadblock of doubt. You know, there's a lot of things that doubt will affect. It hurts our confidence, our trust, our faith. It makes us feel inferior many times. Doubt causes us to think that, well, I guess it just can't happen or it's not possible. And God knew that. He knows that we're going to be challenged with doubt when it comes to our dreams. So he's given us scriptures, and I want to use one right now, I think, that will be a help to you. I'm reading it out of the New Living Translation. I think I'm going to read more than just one verse. It's in James chapter 1. Let's start at verse number two, and the whole thing has to deal with faith and endurance, really for our dreams, for those dreams to come to pass. Verse two, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Now that's a nice way to look at it. When you're running into a roadblock, really it's an opportunity for joy and trust to increase our faith in God the Father. Verse number three, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Verse four, so let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Now, it's interesting. Needing nothing, it says. So therefore, I don't know, you know, perfect and complete. What they're saying is that our relationship with God can never be perfect here on earth. That's not what it's saying. What it's saying is that the perfectness that we're looking for, the perfection we're looking for is in Christ Jesus in that relationship we have with him. Verse number five, it says, if you need wisdom, and of course, many times we need wisdom when it comes to seeking out our dreams, ask our generous God. By the way, our God is so generous and giving out dreams. He gives them to everyone and he blesses them and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world and they are unstable in everything they do. Boy, there's a whole lot there. It all started with just simply simply having doubt or wondering whether God is going to answer our prayer or not. And so we look to the Word of God and look at everything He gives us. He tells us about when we have a blockade, it's an opportunity for growth, what He's talking about, and that we can grow in our faith and our endurance and our faith is fully developed as we develop our trust in God for our dream to come forth. When we deny the things of, of doubt and fear and anxiety and those things, we can do that when we seek God's wisdom and His guidance. So it says here, you need wisdom, ask our generous God. And it says, He will not rebuke you for asking. And he says, don't waver. So see, the, the things that we have a problem with with our dreams and having doubt is that we waver. We're up one day and down the next day. We're, we've got one dream we want. Well, we drop that when we go to another one. Then we go to that dream. And we, well, it's not working out real well. So we go to another green dream. And we, we just kind of waver in our relationship with God. That's not what he wants us to have. He wants us to run from doubt, to have a firm foundation with him and be loyal to him. And he will be loyal to us to seeing our dream fulfilled. Here's another blockade. I'll call it number two, and it's fear. I'm going to read out of 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7 in the New Living Translation. Very powerful scripture, one that applies to so many areas of our life. And here's what was written from Paul to Timothy. And it says here in verse 7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-control. God does not want us to have fear that our dreams will not come to pass. He wants us not to fear that if that doesn't happen right away that we don't worry about it. Just wait on God and be patient with God because God has not given us a spirit of fear. He doesn't give us a dream and then allow us to have fear to be able to see that that maybe 
that dream can't come true, like somehow he wants to play a game with us. God is not in the business of playing games. We have a tendency to play games with our thoughts and our dreams and our ideas sometimes, but God is not in the business of playing games with us and messing around with our emotions. So then Paul knew that Timothy had a challenge to pastor his church and to accomplish the things he needed to do. He knew that Timothy had a dream to build a great church. Paul had a dream to build a great life in Timothy and see great churches pop up everywhere that he went. And that's what Paul did. So Timothy was dealing with his dream. So Paul said, when you're dealing with your dream, don't you have fear in your heart for God hasn't given you that spirit of fear or to be timid. He says, but he gives you a spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline. So we've got to get those in our life in order to understand that God wants those dreams to come to become reality in our life. But we've got to understand that, that he doesn't plant fear in us or doubt or the anxiety and those things. He gives us strength and hope and power. Let's move on to number three. And that's the area Another another couple of blockades are worry and anxiety. I'll tell you, this is a big one. I'm going to read Psalm 94 verse 19 because that has to do a lot with anxiety and worry and things that God doesn't want in our life, especially relating to our dreams. So Psalm 94 verse 19, when doubt filled my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. Isn't that interesting? So as soon as you have doubt or fear in your mind, just think God's going to give you hope and he's going to give you peace and comfort. When it comes to worry and anxiety, there's a wonderful teaching that Jesus gave in Matthew chapter 6. Absolutely very, very powerful. It's one you've probably heard a lot, but maybe you haven't related it to your dreams. So let's do that. I'm reading the words of Jesus found in Matthew chapter 6, verse 25, and we'll read maybe to about 30 or 32. It's found in the New Living Translation. Here's what Jesus said. He says, I tell you, not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Verse 26, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Let's stop there for a second. Think about that. Whenever we're in the midst of worry or anxiety, it's not going to add anything positive to your life. It's going to take away from your life. It's going to rob you from things. It is a blockade to seeing your dreams fulfilled. So Jesus says, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And it can. It just can't possibly. Verse 28, and why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothes. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as the as beautiful as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are there today and then gone and thrown into the sea tomorrow or into the fire, it says, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So here's, he's wrapping this teaching up. He's telling us, don't worry about what you're going to have to eat. Don't worry about what you're going to have to wear. So we shouldn't worry about our dreams. We shouldn't worry about will they come true or is it is it going to happen in my life or is it just something that's never going to take place in my life we're not to worry about these things verse 31 so don't worry about these things saying he repeats it what we eat or what we drink or what we wear these things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers but your heavenly father already knows your needs now verse 32 probably could have read just that one and give you just as much information because so important here jesus says these things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers but your heavenly father other already knows your needs. See, an unbeliever is going to be filled with doubts and fear. So therefore, Christians need to put their trust and confidence in God, and that will remove doubt and fear and anxiety. We shouldn't worry about things. And God wants us, if we can just learn a lesson, if just today, just in this particular podcast today, if we could just gain one little thought, and that is not to worry about anything, we would gain a tremendous amount in receiving our dreams, to see our dreams fulfilled, to see our life filled with the joy of the Lord and His strength and His power 
to see things become reality that we've given up on if we can just stop worrying. Verse 33, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So it's so vital to understand that worry and anxiety has nothing to add to our life. It only takes away. It robs us. It's a thief. It robs us of our faith, our hope, our dreams, our plans. Everything that we want to see take place in our life can be stolen from the things I've given you so far. First one was doubt. The second one was fear. And the third one is worry and anxiety. So now let's move on to another blockade. And it's the teaching on that is found in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. This blockade that I'm going to talk to now in number four is our thought life. What we think about, that our mind is constantly rolling and stuff. I don't know if you're the kind of person who's got a lot of thoughts in your mind and you process a lot of thoughts or whether you're a person who's just very peaceful and quiet. But either way, we can be robbed of our dreams if we're not focused on what God wants to accomplish in our life. So then the Apostle Paul writes to the church in Philippi in Philippians chapter four, and he's basically giving them words of encouragement. And that's what I'm trying to give you today is words of encouragement to see how to remove the roadblocks to your dreams because I want your dreams to come true. This whole series is about believing that God is going to rebirth dreams in people and they're going to believe that those dreams can become reality in their life. And that's what it's all about and giving God all the glory and all the credit for it and to encourage you to dream again and to don't give up on your dreams and to believe that God is able. So our thought life is so crucial. So look what the apostle Paul talks about in Philippians chapter four. Matter of fact, let's go to back to verse six in the New Living Translation. Once again, he talks about worry. He says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. You know, sometimes we need to just thank God in advance for the dream and the fact that you even have the dream and that he's going to work with you to bring it forth in your life. I like to thank God for something even before I get it. I'm just a big believer in that. Sometimes if i planning a vacation, I say, Lord, thank you for helping with this vacation. I just believe it's going to be wonderful and blessed of you. It's going to be a great time. We're going to see places we've not seen. We're going to see your creation and the things that you've done here on earth. And I get excited about it. Matter of fact, I feel like I'm already there once I start thanking God in advance for what's about to take place. So then Paul said, tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Verse seven, then it says, you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Now, verse eight, listen to this. Now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts. See, our thought life is something that can rob us of our dreams. It can be a blockade to our dreams. He says, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. You see, we've got to get our thought life under control. We've got to understand that God wants our thought life to be led by him and led by the spirit of God. So remember, crucial to control your thought life and think on those things that are true and honorable and right. And think about who God is and the relationship that you have with him. If you're a believer and you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, then you've got a lot to be thankful for. And we've got a lot of things in our mind and our heart that we can thank God for and just be blessed by knowing that we're saved. We're born into the kingdom of God. If you're not a Christian, you've not given your life to Christ, it's hard to understand this. So I would be incorrect not to give you an opportunity. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you don't understand what this peace and this love that God has for his people is all about, you can receive that now. All you need to do is say, Father, I'm sorry for the sins I've committed. I repent. 
repent of my sins. I ask you to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and I promise to serve him all the days of my life. If you prayed that prayer and believed it with all your heart and believe that God gave his son for you, then you've received Christ. You're now a new person. You're a new creation, the Bible says. The old has passed away and all things become new. And now maybe some of the things I'm teaching here will be helpful to you. Now you'll understand clearer and better as you get into the word of God that you don't have to have fear and doubt in your life. You don't have to have worry or anxiety that your thought life can be filled with wonderful thoughts that are true and honorable. And so, I don't know, I just felt the Holy Spirit wanted me to give people an opportunity to receive Christ and I never want to miss that opportunity when I'm teaching. So let's move on now to the fifth blockade, which is called a lack of patience. Boy, this is a big one. We're going to turn to Romans chapter 12 and verse 12. Now, Paul is writing again to the people in Rome and he wants them to get instructions. He's talking about all kinds of wonderful things here. He's talking about having respect for authority. He's talking about being a living sacrifice to God in our life. He's talking about God's grace and how wonderful God is and and, and our, we should have love for each other. And it's just this Romans 12. It's just a powerful, wonderful chapter in the Word of God. But this one verse, I think, is crucial for us to understand that we need to have control of our patience. And a lack of patience will rob us of our dreams. It's a roadblock. It's a big one. It can cause us to get so frustrated and so filled with anxiety. Matter of fact, if we lack patience, we're going to have doubt, fear, worry, anxiety, and a bad thought life. All that's going to be there. All the things I've talked about before will show up in our life if we don't understand the significance of patience. And so in Romans chapter 12 and verse 12, in the New Living Translation, Paul wrote this, Rejoice in our confident hope, be patient in trouble, and keep on praying. You see, we need to be patient in our trouble. We need to understand that God loves patient people. God wants us to be patient. We serve a patient God. And you think, well, God's not that patient. He gets upset real quick. Well, let's think about that. Yeah, God can get upset real quick because he hates sin. But on the other hand, look at how patient he was with you. Look at how patient he was with me. Look at how patient he has been throughout creation to wait on man to have a right relationship with him. God is so patient that he sent his son to earth, Jesus, and his son was crucified, was was killed, and was put away in a tomb, and God brought him back to life. He had that kind of patience with us, and he continues to have that patience with us. He'll never leave us or forsake us. Now, you know, we sometimes think that we're very patient people, and we have great patience, but we have nothing compared to the patience that God has. God wants wants us to be patient. He wants us to understand that we need to be a people who wait on him. The Bible says, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. The Bible says to be still and know that he is God. The Bible tells us that, that God is a very present help in times of trouble. And when he says that, he's saying, I'm there all the time. And whatever you're in, whatever you're going through, God is so patient, always there. So we must not lose patience with our dream. You see, if we lose patience with our dream, then we're losing patience with God. And we can never allow that to happen because God is the epitome of patience. He's the epitome of love and caring. And so if you want to remove the blockade of patience, then learn how to trust God and believe that he's going to bring it to pass because I believe it's going to happen. I believe that dream that you want will happen. Continue with me now. Stay with me through these podcasts because there's a lot to talk about yet, a lot of things to go through. And then the final one I want to talk about, I think in this podcast, I'll call it number 
number six is, does God care? You know, a lot of people have a problem thinking that God really doesn't care that much about us or what we're going through or what our life is challenged with. But that is so far from the truth. God does care. And in Romans 8, 38 and 39, he talks about how much he loves us. Paul wrote this also to, to Rome. Listen to these words in verse 38. And I am convinced, Paul said, that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither our fears for today are our motives, our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. Verse 39, no power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus. Now, if that doesn't help you understand that he cares about your dream, I don't know what else to give you. If that doesn't sink in to get you to understand that God loves us so much that he gives us dreams. He wants those dreams to become reality. You know, some people, I think, feel that God gives them a dream so that he can He can toy with them or that he can kind of play games with them and give them a little bit of hope and a little bit of future and then take it away. That's not who God is. God is continually, constantly in love with us. He cares for us. He wants to bless us. He wants to bless his people. So in this teaching today, if you can get out of it a couple key things, I think you'll understand how to defeat the blockades that rob you of your dreams. I'll repeat them very quickly as we're closing out this particular podcast. We need to remove doubt. Got to get out of our mind. We got to trust God. We've got to get fear out of our mind and and don't allow ourselves to feel like, well, I had a dream to graduate from college, but now I have fear that I won't be able to accomplish it. Get rid of that thought and that fear. God will give you the ability to accomplish your dreams. Three, get worry and anxiety out of your life. Like I said before, we can just get rid of that. You know, there's not a day that goes by that I don't closed at the end of the day and say, Father, I thank you that my wife and I don't have to be anxious or worry about anything because we can bring everything to you, Lord, through our prayers, petitions with thanksgiving. We can make our requests made known to you, Lord, and the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard our heart and guard our mind in Christ Jesus. When I say that, I'm claiming that scripture, that promise is mine, that I don't want to worry or be anxious. I want that out of my life. And God is so faithful. He's helped me go through so many challenges. I've had several deaths sentences with illnesses, cancers, and kidney failure, and, and, and going through the war in Vietnam, and things that my goodness, it's amazing that I'm alive today. But God has brought me through, through all the challenges that I've faced, and now he's taught me a key to seeing my dreams fulfilled, and that's not to worry or be filled with anxiety. Another thing I gave you was help our thought life. Make sure your thought life is true, and you think about things that are pure and true, and you have hope, and don't allow your thought life to rob you of your dreams. Another roadblock we talked about was a lack of patience, and we've got to rise above that. We, we've got to learn to have patience with God. I'll be talking more from time to time through these podcasts on patience because it's such a crucial item in, as a blockade you know, to our dreams being fulfilled in our life. And then finally, the thing I gave you was, does God care? And I told you about how much he loves us and how much he cares for us and how much he wants to bless us and that he is always there, always there for us. So with that, I hope this has been a help to you. I hope that it's been a blessing to you. And as we continue in this teaching on dreams, I believe Lord's giving me something for the next podcast that'll be a blessing to you. But let me just close in prayer. Father, I pray now for those who are listening in that they would be blessed from this podcast and Lord, that they would gain a better understanding that I would gain a better understanding, Lord, of what blockades there are that we need to remove from our life so that our dreams can become fulfilled. I thank you for that. I pray that you would bless them and keep them, Father. And I pray, Lord, that that their dreams would come true, Lord, that they would have dreams, Lord, that line up according to your word, that will bless the kingdom of God and they'll be blessed, Father, 
Father, in all that they do. And I thank you for that, Father, and I give you praise for it in advance. And I pray, Father, that, that everyone that listened in today, Father, will understand that our future will be determined by the dreams birthed by God in our life. And that's something I think is powerful and needs to be brought into our life and accepted and received. And we need to make it a part of our everyday thinking about our dreams. So, Father, bless them now, and I give you praise for what you've done, and I look forward to many more podcasts with them, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you'd like to hear more information about the teachings that I have in Quality Christian Living, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com, and when you pull that webpage up, you'll see a reference there to a number of books that I've written, books on faith and generosity and finances and other things, and I hope that they'll be a blessing to you. But in addition to that, when you go to my webpage, you'll see on there a link that you can click on to pull up the 169 now podcasts that I've done, and you can look at the topics we've discussed, things like faith and the gifts of the Spirit and the power gifts of the Holy Spirit. And we talked a lot about prosperity, both individually and financially, and prospering as a father and as every every aspect of life, a parent, a worker, a Christian. And those are things I think that'll bless you. So there's a plethora of topics there that we've taught. I hope that they'll be a blessing to you. In addition to that, there's a place where you can click a link on to a monthly newsletter that I'll be sending out. I've started that up again, and I hope that it'll bless you and be a blessing to you. So if you're interested in that, just go to my webpage. And if you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can go to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. So I hope once again, this has been a blessing. I'm looking forward to the next podcast that we're going to do, and it's entitled How to Build a foundation for our dream. A lot of people get a dream. It's built on a very weak foundation and the winds blow or the trials of life happen and it washes away your foundation. But the Bible tells us how to build a great foundation in our faith and how to build a foundation in our marriage and a foundation in our finances and a foundation in our walk with God. And so I believe that we need to do a podcast dealing with about the idea of building a great foundation for your dreams to become reality. I believe it's going to happen, and I know that you'll be blessed if you'll listen in. I'd encourage you to talk to your friends and your family members and tell them about these podcasts that we're doing on dreams. We're just beginning. We're just getting into the beginning of this, and I believe the Lord has many, many more podcasts dealing with dreams, and I believe God is going to manifest those dreams in the lives of those who are listening in and getting into His Word to understand how He instructs us to receive our dreams. So with that, I'm going to close with this. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May His face shine upon you and be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you and may all your dreams become reality. Thanks for listening in.